Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening. I am really excited for today's guest because what we need now is some self-compassion, especially for us women. And I'd like to welcome to the podcast all the way from her home in Los Angeles, life coach Angela Pirelli. Hello, Angela. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Now, I first want to explain that I was first introduced to Angela through my radio connections because Angela has a background in radio and even worked with talents like Ryan Seacrest. You've probably heard of him. And now she's a radio coach, but also a life coach. And today we're going to be talking about women supporting other women and being a woman during this challenging time and how we all need to continue to build each other up. That goes for every day, but especially during this coronavirus pandemic where it seems like every day something is different and our worlds have essentially been flipped upside down. And we'll learn about how to stop putting unrealistic expectations on ourselves, how to get a handle on our emotions to not feel so overwhelmed, and other coping strategies as we navigate through these unfamiliar waters. Now, Angela, even though you're a radio coach for on-air talent, a lot of what you're saying to your radio clients these days also translates to really anyone who's trying to manage things during this pandemic, right? Yeah, you know, radio people have a show to do every day and they also have 20 other hours of the day that they're dealing with what everybody's dealing with. And so I try to help ma- help them manage the stresses, the messages, the anxiety and all of that stuff. And so it's really actually fun for me to help not just the shows know what to talk about and how to talk about it, but also just to to manage getting enough sleep, taking care of themselves, managing their anxiety. And so the main thing that radio people are trying to do and that we all need to do is just learn how to connect with each other during this time that we're all isolated. That is a challenge for all of us. And there are some nice ways to do that so that you can feel like you're you're not in it alone. And that's that's what we all need to do. What kind of advice are you giving people right now to manage that? Well, the first thing, and I struggle with this too, is just to turn everything off for a while 
And, um, you know, if you're home, sometimes people have a tendency to leave the news on all the time or to constantly be checking their Twitter feed to see what is the latest. And what I've noticed through this is that there's not a lot of breaking news that first week where the NBA canceled their season and now Tom Hanks has it. You know, there was this barrage of news, but right now there's not a barrage of news. And so you really can just commit to a certain period of time. Maybe you check it first thing in the morning, you check it later, and then give yourself a break. And one thing that works for me, and it may not work for everybody, but is just putting on some music. You know, you're at home and putting on something calming. My new favorite thing is this, I feel like I'm at a hotel spa. I put on this spa music and it's just chills everybody. I've got two kids and a husband, just chills everybody out a little bit. So just turning off the news and, and creating an environment that feels soothing. Yes, I love that you bring that up, The that there really isn't any breaking news right now, because in the media, one of the things that excites us a lot of times is how it's always changing and breaking news is is a change and it's get that information and give that information out. And, you know, we are very obsessed with connecting people. And that has at times felt overwhelming where I'm trying to keep up with all of it. But It isn't changing that fast like it was when this first broke. And I found that on the nights that I maybe don't watch the news, dinner seems to be just better because we were often now having it on in the background, which was never the norm. We would always have music on or something or we would, you know, hang out and we would talk to each other. But we'd be watching the news and taking a break from the news, even though I love my friends in the news, was necessary just for my sanity to not see all of these headlines that just made everything look so bleak some days. Right. I totally know. I'm right there with you, right? You turn it on and it they, they do kind of become your companions, like Anderson Cooper and all these people are like your friends and you have them on. But I love what I love most about what you just said is that you noticed how much better you felt when you had it off, that you yeah. had the awareness to go, wow, that was a much better dinner. And so if you can turn it off and put on something else, um, whether it's music or a book or a podcast or a, uh, any silence even, and just notice if you feel better. Yeah. And that's your body might just go, ah, and then that's a message to you that it's the right, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Your gut's going to tell you when it, when it feels right. Why as women do we feel the need to put this extra pressure on ourselves as we work from home and still try to stay fit and eat right and make sure our family's eating right and you know in my case you know be a good mom and be a good wife and be a good employee and I I sometimes just feel like okay everything is not normal right now and I'm trying to do all of this to the best of my ability because that's my personality before coronavirus but now there's just I feel like we're putting this pressure on ourselves to just be perfect at it all while we're going through this pandemic. Um, is that really a surprise though, right? Because we, it's almost just another day, another reason that we're not good enough, right? Another, and here we are again, like even before this, we were trying to be perfect moms and good employees and good wives and good girlfriends and daughters and, and all of that. And so there's, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that, with all of this amplified, we don't just go, oh, we can let all that go now. It just, <laughs> yeah, you know, right? Because just before the pandemic, up. we had these high standards for ourselves that, yeah, now it's just heightened. You're right. 
And then when it first started, it's like, oh, I'm finally going to learn how to bake and I'm going to organize my closets. And you you think you've got all this free time, but it's not really free time, is it? We're sort of imprisoned is a dramatic word, but, you know, we're sort of cooped up and trapped in our homes. And so it's not relaxing and it's not stress free. And there, there may some people might cope by doing all of those things. And that's great for them. And other people might cope by not doing anything. And that's also okay. And it has to be okay. And other times, and that maybe you're like this, I think I'm like this, where one day I'm one of those people and the next day I'm the opposite. And yes. so we have to be okay with that too. Yes. <laughs> right? like, yes. And I've been trying to have more grace with myself about that. Normally, there would not be a day where it's like, okay, I'm just going to stay in these you know, sweats all day. I'm not working out. And guess what? I don't want to make dinner and I'm going to do the takeout that I can get from the restaurant in the neighborhood and pick it up down the street. And you know what? I'm not going to check a million emails today. Like mm. I days like that, I wouldn't normally just randomly have I I still like to kind of keep a schedule. I had those days and I started feeling in a sense like, oh gosh, I should be doing more. But then like you said earlier in the podcast here, those days felt good because I needed those days because there is a lot of uncertainty going on and there's a lot that's up in the air with my family's health and what's going on with our jobs and finances and what's going on with my close friends and family. I just wanted a day to sit in sweatpants and not check emails. (laughs) And you know what? I enjoy those days and I'm trying to sprinkle those days in a little bit more because I I feel like I need those. But then I also have the productive days too, where it's Mm -hmm. like, wow, I kicked ass that day. I got a lot of stuff done. I felt really productive. And that helped me kind of get through this time as well. Great. I love that you, um, because I was going to ask you, how did it feel to just... Oh, my God. It was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, right? I'm telling you, my husband even said, did you shower today? And I had to think. I'm like, I don't know. I I will tonight (laughs) before I go to bed, but I don't think I did. Because I just had a day of like... I can't. I can't even today. It's just not going to be my day to get anything done because anything I would have done, I don't think I would have even done it well. And that's a great awareness to just go, this is not the day to try to make a new recipe from scratch, or you know, and it's totally fine and it might feel good. And then it might come to a point where you're feeling like a slug, right? Like, okay, I haven't done anything. And now it's not relaxing anymore. Now it feels lethargic or maybe yeah. moving into some kind of a, you know, a, a mild depression or just a, da- a down mood. And that's, that's where you want to protect yourself. And that's right. different, right? Than just kind of taking a day oh, off. Oh, yeah, going, definitely different. And that's where you need to really amp up the self-care, reach out to a good friend, watch something funny, make yourself a cup of tea or shift the energy. Um, but I find that with women, it's, much more often that we need to be okay sitting down and putting our feet up and letting that laundry pile sit there for another hour, day, week, (laughs) Um, rather than the opposite. I don't think most women need help getting off the couch. I think we need help getting on the couch. You know, like just sit, stop. Yes, Angela. Yes, (laughs) that is very, very accurate. And my husband will say sometimes too, sometimes doing nothing is doing something because Mm -hmm. of what it's doing to you mentally. And so sitting on the couch, don't feel guilty about it. You're doing something. You're catching up on your shows. You're turning off your brain even, which is a good thing, especially right now. Right. Well, and also sometimes people feel good when they're productive and they like to 
late and you like to putter and and keep busy and tidy and straighten and and just move around and do stuff and that feels fulfilling and makes you happy and and so it's about whether what the intention is behind that does it feel nice to have a nice you know whatever that stuff is that you're doing or does it feel like it's some pressure from the outside that you should be doing that and if it's a should then that's a red flag. And I and I heard you, I wish I could remember what you said, but earlier you said, I feel like I should be doing this. And whenever you hear that word, that's a red flag to just stop and go, okay, who, why should I be doing Who's telling yeah. me I should be doing this? Who's who telling I, me who this? am I comparing myself to? Right. Exactly. And that's where sometimes anxiety can come in also when it's like, like you said, who are you doing this for? Who are you right. trying to, you know, maybe impress or, or what impress. is your reason why? I'm glad that you mentioned that. Now, speaking of anxiety, what are you saying to your clients that maybe are feeling like their thoughts are just racing? They can't sleep at night. And it's that anxiousness of all of these what ifs that everyone is facing. It is a challenging time and we all have to pay attention to our thoughts, right? And the first thing that I do when I'm feeling that way and what I tell other people to do is one of two things, either take a nap, if you can, <laughs> literally like just rest, let's rest, you know, just stop and just rest for a second or to get outside, even a 15 minute walk outside with a mask on and, you know, properly taking care of yourself, um, just to get some fresh air, connect to a bigger world out there beyond and and i'm in los angeles so maybe it's easier for me to say than um, in, in milwaukee or other places but getting outside taking a nap and the other thing that i like to do is just worry about the next 15 minutes or the next hour or the next few hours like what's what's going to be for dinner because we can start spinning out about what might happen when this is all over what might happen next month what might happen next week mm -hmm. and we have no we have no control we don't even have control really about what's happening later today we think we do but we you know we really <laughs> we, we really, really don't. don't so just to really in a crisis situation like this just take baby steps and just go what is the next right thing that i can do for myself for my family for my work what's a what's a a good thing to do just right now just but just to bite size everything down and focus on the things that you have control over versus the things that you don't have control over. And that's well, an old thing from um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People from Stephen Covey. It's been around forever, but just uh, the more that you think about things that are that you have no control over, the more powerless you're going to feel. And so it doesn't help you at all to be worried about, and, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not even, I could rattle off all kinds of things that we have no control over, but yeah. Um, and the more that you focus on things you do have control over, not powerful like in a bad way, but just the more energy and more more influence you feel like you have. And that's really a mentally a healthy way to feel. Well, so. and also with this pandemic coming up the way it did, I mean, we had heard whispers about it at the end of 2019. And then when this year started, there was more talk of could this come to the U.S.? And as we know, it, it did show up here on our shores and we are facing it right now. But I look back on things that maybe this spring I was, you know, hemming and hawing about, you know, what decisions were we going to make about certain aspects of our, our family or, or what projects were we going to do on the house or what trip maybe we were going to take. And going back and forth on these decisions, this pandemic is an example of you never know what the heck is going to happen to your life. So it's That's smart so to be 
planning ahead, sure, you don't want to live irresponsibly. But look, this is proof that you can worry about 10 different situations and none of them will happen because, boom, something else is going to pop up that you didn't even see coming, like the coronavirus pandemic. So what a great example, right? And I don't mean to be live, you know, in the moment and not think about anything, but just right now during a crisis, just thinking, um, knowing where you want to end up, just what can I do right now to keep moving in that direction, really not having any idea what's yeah. going to happen next, but at least you're moving in that direction. Like if you want to be a healthy person, you don't know what's going to happen to you next month, but you know that today you could work out, right? Yep. That's just a yep. little baby step that you can do. I'm not taking for granted that there are, you know, my situation right now, being healthy, being employed, I'm looking at this differently than possibly other people. We're all in this crap together. We are. Mm-hmm. Every profession is affected, whether they are now working 20 more hours a day or their place is closed. Like everyone's feeling the effects of this. And there's, in a way, I find this kind of calmness that we're all going through it. So we aren't alone in feeling like, today's just too much, or I'm worried about tomorrow, or doing something silly like a TikTok video with your kids. Like we're all going through this at the same time. And it's no better for someone else right now. That's true. And I think we're talking to, we're not talking to the people who are sick. You know, this is just sort of coping for the majority of people whose lives are impacted, but are still healthy and just trying to get through this. I mean, yeah. what I what I do like about this is that there is an end to this. It's not necessarily in sight yet, but this we this will pass. Yes. And we will look back on this time and I think that's a, yet another reason not to put undue expectations on yourself and because you want to look back and go, "Wow, we had some really special times as a family. We had ice cream for breakfast or we had breakfast for dinner or we had that movie <laughs> night where we all slept on the floor or, you know, just those are the things that your kids are going to, re- you know, for people with children, that that's what they're going to remember. They don't know what's on the news really. And they'll remember whether or not you had some fun, special times. It reminds me of my son. Uh, he's 15 and he plays hockey. But when he was a little bit younger, you know, there was the coaching and you had to get better. And really all they liked was the pizza after the games, you know, that the time with their friends and having the pizza, that's, you know, and all the dads are getting intense about the game or the referees or whatever. And they just remember the, those little moments. So I think just creating, looking for one, you know, connection every day with your kids, um, rather than trying to get super intense with them either, even with the home, with the homeschooling, like this is a lesson in and of itself is what I keep thinking. This is a, <laughs> this is a good lesson. And I heard really great advice with for parents the other day from uh, author Glennon Doyle, and I love her, but she said, just start strong with your kids in the morning, you know, kiss, hug, maybe breakfast, you know, and then end strong. Like at the end of the night, you you have a good snuggle or you watch a, you watch a, an episode of something with them or you play a game or you sing a song or you read a book, you know, in the middle of the day, uh, you know, all bets are off. You know, they you're trying to work and they're watching TV too. And you're worried about how much screen time. It's like, just start strong and strong and the relationship you'll invest in the relationship. And so that uh, they look back on this time and, and have really fond memories. Those are the memories they're going to take away. And before we wrap up with you, Angela, I'm curious, how are things out there in L.A.? Well, they just, um, one thing that I'm so happy about is that the air quality is clearer than it's ever been. Some news story the other day said that LA had the clearest air in the whole world. I saw that. I saw Jimmy Kimmel talking about that. That is very telling. 
And there's no traffic, so that's awesome. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had to run out last night and I I was like, if only the traffic could be like this. So there's that, right? So those are the the upsides. The uh, mayor just said that it's a requirement for everyone to wear masks when they're outside. And so there's a very surreal sense when you go, there's not a lot of cars, everything, all the businesses are closed and people are, are walking around with masks on. So it's very strange. And here in Wisconsin, I mean, we're kind of hunkered down too. We are not required to wear masks out in public, but a lot of people are choosing to do so just just to be safe. But people mm-hmm. seem to be following the orders and staying in their homes. We're just grateful that this is happening in spring and not in the middle of January because we would be going crazy based on how bad the weather is in January and not leaving the house. At least we can go on the trails and go out for walks and the lakes, the ice has thawed. So there are people taking their boats out because they're still practicing social distancing and being smart about it too. But we're just grateful that it's finally springtime and we can get outside and and enjoy the outdoors a little bit so we're not so cooped up in the house. But I'm really grateful that you have not been directly affected by it. Unfortunately, here we, we have, we know two people that have now lost grandparents and my friend Julie did test positive and she is also a cancer survivor. So it was kind of, unnerving when we heard that she had tested positive but she beat it she's recovered and she is going to be donating her plasma for research to hope save other lives but i think we need to hear more of these success stories and that's why turning off the news kind of rounding this all up is maybe a good thing because the the survivors are out there there's a lot of them and we're going to hopefully learn from them and get a vaccine and then not be dealing with this much longer, let alone a year from now, because we'll be in a better spot. Well, that's what we can all hope for, right? And just do our part and um, and keep breathing. That's my uh, my final advice is just to um, take some nice long exhales to... Especially now, not to take for granted, you can take these deep breaths and you can feel it and it calms your body down. Mm-hmm. And just to add to that, the exhale is the calming part. Yes. So... The inhale, you know, when you get excited or you're, la- you know, you're inhaling a lot, but it's really the exhale that is what grounds you and brings you back down. So long, smooth exhales. That's the goal. Angela, thank you so much for the time today. I'm going to link everything up to get a hold of you if people want to connect at 991themix.com. It's Angela Pirelli. Dot com if you want to connect with Angela. I really do appreciate the time and, and your wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with our listeners. Thank you so much. Good and luck stay out safe. there in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. you too. <laughs> All right, we'll Thank talk you. soon. Thanks, Angela. Okay, bye. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.